If you've listened to me for a while, you know I've got a bone to pick with clutter. It is a problem. It's stole from me. It steals from women all the time. And sometimes it is a hidden problem. We all know that when toys are all over the floor, shoes are all over the floor, if your workspace is covered in loose papers and piles of mail, that can feel stressful. We know that kind of clutter. It's obvious. But today, I'm uncovering three hidden ways that your home might be stressing you out. So this is the perfect episode to help jumpstart a declutter session before the holiday season hits and life starts to get seriously crazy. So let's go. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast. I'm Jenny Laurie Hope, your life and health coach. Getting Unstuck is an empowering podcast for women who are looking for a biblical perspective on their life and health challenges. You can expect to hear practical tips for living a healthy and productive life, faith-based wisdom to help you reduce anxiety and overwhelm, and simple ways to reconnect with God and find true wholeness. Good morning, friends. I wanted to share a quick clip of an interview I did with one of my one-on-one clients on how coaching has changed her life. So take a quick listen. What made you decide to jump in and try one-on-one coaching with me? Well, I kind of felt, you know, stuck and a little lost and, you know, all the things we've talked about. But then I also, you know, I just feel like it was a God thing. Like it was the push I needed. And I just, the, the faith aspect for it also just seals the deal for me that everything's also viewed through a biblical lens. And what would you say has changed since we started working together? It's been like a mindset shift. So the way I process things for sure, my outlook on stuff. And then I just feel like you've equipped me with tools to handle things. My overall level of anxiety has lowered. And then overall, I just feel like a cloud has been lifted. Like the roadmap is ahead of us and now there's a plan. So just that cloud of feeling doom and gloom or stuck and lost, that has been lifted. We just feel more confident and at peace overall. There's a sense of calm and confidence, and I just feel more comfortable in my skin. When I hear testimonies like that, it just makes me want to jump up and down and cheer because I know it can be such a struggle to find your confidence and to feel calm and to feel peaceful in your life. So I was so happy for her, and I know that someone out there listening needs that same thing. So if you would like to jump on a clarity call with me, it's totally free. You can just see if we're a good fit. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. I would love to chat with you this week. Now on to our main topic for today. This episode is going to be airing on Halloween. So it is officially the kickoff of crazy town, especially if you have kids. It's like I feel like starting October 31st, the rest of the year becomes some kind of tornado that you wake up on January 2nd and you're just like a little bit in shambles. So we don't want to do that, right? We want to kind of take the bull by the horns this year and take control now. And decluttering is such a great place to start. So we know that clutter stresses everyone at some level. We all have a different threshold of where this, of this tolerance for clutter, but it's there for everyone. And if you ignore it or decide to put up with it, you're going to live with a constant low-grade fight-or-flight response going on in your body. You're going to have adrenaline and cortisol, and it's just going to kind of 
stress you out constantly. It's like your body can never just relax and let your guard down. And that's kind of the point of your home, right? This is supposed to be where we come to do just that, to relax and let our guard down. And it's supposed to be a haven. So clutter is scientifically proven to be more stressful for women. And in many cases, you might be the person who spends the most time in your home out of your entire family. That's how it is for me. If you work from home as either a stay-at-home mom or maybe you do remote work from home, it's even more important to keep tabs on clutter because this is also your workplace. So when we think about clutter, it's easy to notice the more obvious sources, right? If there's shoes on the floor, toys on the floor, loose paper, mail, crowded cabinets, crowded drawers, like these are the obvious places. But today I'm going to share a few more subtle ways that clutter could be causing you stress that you're just missing and how to fix it. So today's episode is super practical, super action-based, but as always, God does have something to say about it. Every time I think about decluttering, I think of the book of Ecclesiastes, which was written by King Solomon in his later years. And if you don't know about him, he had a very crazy life full of money and power and all of the things that people tend to chase, all the worldly things that people tend to chase in this world. So this book is interesting because it's one of the wisdom books in the Bible. Ecclesiastes is, it's reflecting on how meaningless all of those things are and how the only way to really have purpose in your life is to base it on God. So let's look at Ecclesiastes 3.6, a time to keep and a time to throw away. That might as well just be the decluttering theme, right? (laughs) There is actually... In the Bible, a time to keep and a time to throw away. So it's okay to throw things away. Just just telling you that. Ecclesiastes 4, 6, better one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and chasing after the wind. If you follow me, you know I quote that one all the time because it's just less is more. Less is more. But let's look at Jesus for a minute. In Matthew 11, 28 through 30, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. (sighs) Doesn't that just like soothe your soul? So I talk to a lot of clients who are feeling weary. I feel like this time in history is difficult for many of us. And sometimes that is because of circumstances out of our control. And so we just need to pray and keep our eyes on Jesus. But sometimes we actually make our lives harder than they have to be. And sometimes it's just something as simple as letting go of some of your stuff that can make a huge impact on helping you to feel lighter, make your life easier, take away some of that stress, feel that that easy yoke. So what are these hidden ways? Let's take a look. Number one, there are no useful surfaces in your home. So let's say you need to start dinner. Uh, you need to have the kids are starting homework. You need to pay a bill and you're just looking for a surface to do that. And all the surfaces are just cluttered enough to not be useful. So you're trying to like chop some veggies and you're like, there's too much stuff on my counter right now to do what I need to do. When you can't use a surface for what it's designed to be used for, 
that's really frustrating (laughs) and it's really stressful. And so it kind of, your brain sort of starts to short circuit. You're like, I'm trying to do this thing and I can't do it. And you sort of start to feel on edge. And your home is supposed to be serving you. It's not just a giant storage facility. So take a look at your major surfaces, your kitchen counters, your kitchen table, your dining room table, coffee tables, desks, night uh, stands, any surface that is supposed to be useful Is it clear? It doesn't have to be perfectly clear. I would say let's aim for like 80 to 90% clear though. It's important to keep these surfaces clear because once they have just a little bit of clutter on it, clutter attracts clutter. It becomes a dumping ground before you know it. So create a home for this homeless clutter. Sometimes it can be a bin just for the random stuff that's always just appearing everywhere to where you can do a kind of a quick sweep of your whole house and just throw everything into this homeless clutter bin and have a place where that lives. So for me, actually, a lot of times this is a target bag. So I'll be like, you know what? It's time to do a quick surface declutter. I take a target bag. I literally put everything. So this is like pencils, pens, erasers, headbands, hair ties, random papers, homework that we're not sure. Do we keep? Do we toss? Um, what are some other? Those are like the main culprits. Sometimes tiny little toys or trinkets. I don't know how my kids get so many tiny, annoying trinkets. Anyway, they all go into this target bag and then I hang it on a hook by our laundry room. This is kind of the same concept I taught a few weeks ago about the time will tell bin. When you're decluttering, sometimes it's a great idea to do this time will tell bin. Well, this is sort of its own little time will tell bin. You're putting all this stuff in this bag, hang the bag up, if you, you wait a week, if no one has claimed the stuff in that bag, it can get thrown in the trash. Be like, hey, last call. Is this important to anybody? Otherwise, this whole thing is going in the trash. <laughs> right? Or we're just going to quickly be like, how? see what a value is actually in there. But your house stays tidy in the meantime. In like two minutes, you have made all of your surfaces useful. And since they're clutter-free, it's less likely they're going to attract more clutter. So the second way second hidden form of clutter is items that require too much care or maintenance so this happens most often with kitchen gadgets i'll use that in this example so a food processor yes it's really cool it can do 14 million things but do you use all the little attachments is it easy to clean is it easy to store or are you like annoyed every time you use it because it takes too long or you never put it back the way it's supposed to be So for mine personally, I threw away all the extra blades except for the one that I used just for pulverizing stuff. I didn't want to like shred things in five different sizes. I just wasn't doing that. All I want to do is pulverize stuff. So I kept all, I was keeping all those loose blades. It was cumbersome. It was kind of dangerous. There wasn't really a good place to keep them. It was awkward. I just got rid of them. I gave away my immersion blender like a couple months after I got it for Christmas. I kind of felt bad, but the, I just gave it away because the truth is it was not worth it. It was it was too long. It was awkward shape. It was awkward to store. It was kind of hard to clean. And I wasn't using it enough to justify all those other things. Just got rid of it. This could go for certain toys or crafts with your kids. Oh my goodness. If they have all those beading and crafting things, like if they don't just love and get so much joy out of making a bracelet with 11 billion beads. And oh my goodness, that stuff drives me bananas. But if they love it, okay, that's one thing. If they don't love it, maybe it's time to ditch that craft. 
This could even apply to things like paper planners or calendars that like, they just don't really vibe with you. You bought it because you're like, I'm going to get organized. I'm going to keep track and I'm all for that. But sometimes you realize the way this planner is set up does not vibe with my life. Like this flow doesn't work for me. Maybe it's perfect for someone else, not for me. Just toss it. Don't keep it and try to force yourself into something that's just not working for you. That's just frustrating. It's stressful. Number three hidden way, too many storage spaces or containers. So sometimes we think just because everything has a place to go, everything has a home in some kind of bin, that everything's going okay. But how many bins do you have? (laughs) I have fallen into this trap before. The problem with too many bins is multifaceted. So first of all, the bins themselves do have to be stored somewhere. So that can either become visual clutter or just take up a lot of space or it's kind of hard, like where are you gonna put these? Up high, down low, are they gonna show? Are they not gonna show? That's a whole thing. The bins can also be emptied and then they have to be put back. So if we're talking about toys, Legos, all that kind of stuff, it's easy to just dump that bin out, right? So if your kid has five bins of Legos, guess how many Legos can get on the floor at one time? More than you want, more than you want. I can promise you that. Um, Also, you have to remember what is in said bins. So that becomes mental clutter. If you have to remember where you stored all these different things, you start to forget that. And if you forget where you stored something, it's as if you don't even own it. You might as well, you, you may end up even buying it again because it's, it's no longer useful to you when you can't find it. You either have to purchase it again or you get frustrated when you can't find it or the time to use it passes you by. This has happened to me with hand-me-down clothes. I put them in these cute little storage things. I put them up somewhere because they're not going to fit my kid for six months or a year. And guess what happens? I forgot they were there. (laughs) The time passes. By the time I'm like, oh yeah, what's in that bin? I take it down. I'm like, oh yeah, they're already bigger than that. They can't even wear the stuff anymore and I end up getting rid of it. I stored it for absolutely no reason. Got to keep that in mind. Also, any bin you have will get filled. So if you keep too many storage containers in your house, they are always going to be full. No one sits around going, wow, I've got all these empty storage containers. Whatever shall I do with them? They just get filled up. It's just a rule. That's how it works. So take stock of your bins. Do you manage them well? Do you remember what's in them? Are they labeled? Do they end up getting dumped out and it's hard to put the stuff back? Just kind of do an inventory of like, where all are you storing things? How many bins are in that room? Do you know what's in there? Keeping that at a manageable level will prevent the stress from too many bins. So that's it. Three hidden things that you can totally take care of. None of these steps are complicated. But then again, this is not something that we just sit around on a Tuesday afternoon and contemplate. Well, let me just check on my surfaces here. It's not something we think about. We're all busy. It gets pushed aside. So my encouragement to you this week is to Listen to this podcast again, maybe while you're walking around your house and just take stock, take note, maybe get rid of some stuff while you're walking around, right? A few simple changes can make a world of difference in your stress level. So as we're heading into the holidays, be kind to yourself. Look at this as self-care. Look at this as getting ahead of the game and just giving yourself 
some lightness. It's a gift to yourself. It gives you some peace and some lightness. And I promise you, you will feel better on the other side. That's it for this week. See you guys next time. Did you like the show? Did you learn something? If you enjoyed this episode, it would be awesome if you could leave our mom a review. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.